0: Welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I hope you're doing well and hanging in during this time. I know I keep coming back to God's love and sovereignty and the peace that he provides regardless of our circumstances. Anyway, I'm Kinsey Dozenski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. And speaking of growing as individuals, I recently had a newer podcast listener and email subscriber reach out and ask this question. He says, I have recently been diagnosed with conflict avoidant personality disorder, and I am a stonewaller. I want to overcome these issues. I have seen therapists in the past and am currently seeing a therapist, and my wife and I are going to start seeing a therapist together this week. I want to be able to express my concerns to my wife, but every time I try, I say something wrong, and she gets defensive, even when I'm not trying to attack her. I know the problem is in the way I approach the statements I make. So how can I better change myself so that I can talk to my wife better? How can I express my pain and concerns without causing my wife to feel attacked? What a great question. There's so much to unpack here and so much more that I would want to know before I could be sure that what I'm offering is really helpful. But I'll go with my gut and try to address as many parts of this question as I can think of and have time for in this Q&A episode. For starters, for those of you who don't know what conflict-avoidant personality disorder is, it's diagnosed when there's an enduring pattern of behavior that meets a certain diagnostic criteria. So, conflict-avoidant personality disorder is often characterized by traits like extreme shyness or self-consciousness, extreme sensitivity to criticism or negative evaluation and low self-esteem or self-concept. So this can make it extremely difficult for individuals who struggle with this to make decisions for fear of getting it wrong or experiencing rejection. And it can make it difficult to express oneself honestly, openly, and assertively. So again, a personality disorder is diagnosed when there's an enduring pattern of behavior that negatively impacts a person's quality of life or relationships. So back to you, listener, in your question, I think it's amazing that you've sought out treatment in the past and that you're continuing to seek ways to overcome some of those barriers, not only personally, but relationally. Seeking help and change for any reason, but especially for an enduring pattern of behavior that ends up being distressing to us, takes so much courage and perseverance and resilience. So I highly commend you for the hard work you're putting in and for the responsibility you're desiring to take for the ways that you're able to change yourself, for the betterment of you and your marriage. This is the way I'm conceptualizing your question. From a system's perspective, any change to a marital system that's functioned one way for a significant length of time is going to destabilize that system a little bit. Destabilizing isn't a bad thing, though especially if your relationship is getting thrown off kilter as a result of you speaking up more or bringing a fuller, more honest self to the relationship. But there is an adjustment period, and it's important to recognize this adjustment period as part of the process of rebuilding a healthier version of your relationship. So I can imagine that your wife has been accustomed to you not speaking up, to not knowing how you're feeling or what you're thinking necessarily for however many years you've been married. And now that you're working on yourself and learning to voice your pain and concerns as you mentioned, that could be a lot for your wife to take in. Maybe she's gotten used to making the decisions or calling the shots in the relationship, or maybe in the absence of your feedback for all those years, her learning that her choices have caused you pain or that you've had concerns about the way your relationship is functioning may be disorienting to her self-concept. But again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, the dynamic you're describing is one I would expect as couples work toward a healthier relationship. But I think what she needs to know first is where your heart is in the matter. Because as you're learning to speak up on your own behalf, she needs to hear not only your concerns, but also your acknowledgement of the ways that maybe she's felt that she had to step up in light of the ways that you weren't ready or able to in the past. She also needs to know that you're desiring to make these changes to move your marriage forward. So whether you bring this up in marriage counseling, which would be a great idea, or do this at home on your own, I would actually recommend having a conversation about the conversations you wish to have with her. And so kind of setting that up on the front end and making your intentions clear. So you might say something to your wife like, I'm really working on trying to change and be more open and honest with you. You know me, so you know how hard this is for me, but I'm really trying here. I don't know what it's like to be in your shoes and to have tried to get me to open up all these years and then for me to suddenly do so, so I'm really sorry for the past. And I'd like to understand where you're coming from too and how hard this has been for you as well. But I want you to know that the last thing I want to do is upset or hurt you. More than anything, I desire to bring a truer version of myself to our relationship so that we can have a more mutual, sustainable, maybe even a thriving marriage in the future. And in order to get there, I just know that it's going to take me being more honest with myself and with you. Saying something like that, in a way that's true to you, will communicate to your wife that you're taking ownership of your role and where you've ended up as a couple, using I-language Keeps the focus on your emotions and desires, which can help reduce her feeling attacked. And that will create a greater likelihood of her being able to hear you without defensiveness or counterattack. And letting her know your vision for your all's future and that you want to understand her better will certainly help with her feeling loved by you and cared about, even if she's still too mad or upset or confused to reciprocate. Because the reality is, She may still be upset. She may still be processing all of this change. And that's understandable. But what I want you to realize is that her reactions are likely more about her trying to grapple with all of this new information about yourself, about how you feel toward her in your relationship. And so as I respond, while there are a number of behavioral modifications or communication changes you could make... I don't think in your case it's about further modifying your behavior in order to elicit a more congenial response from her. That would just be wishful, perfectionistic thinking, and the opposite of what I think you're trying to achieve if you're really trying to create a more open, honest system of relating to one another. So when you ask, what can I do differently, from what I'm hearing, you're already taking responsibility for yourself. As long as you're speaking from your own point of view and not criticizing or blaming her, you expressing your pain and concern doesn't need to be further corrected or perfected. Again, my hunch is that because of your disposition to avoid conflict, I have a feeling that you're already thinking diligently about the words you want to use when expressing yourself. So I think the next piece of what you can do differently is begin to learn to accept that she may have a reaction that's hard for you to hear, and to learn to kind of self-regulate through that process. Now, I can imagine that as I say this, it's really hard to hear. Because already being sensitive to negativity, the last thing I'm sure you want to hear is that the potential for a negative response on her end is to be accepted and even expected. Especially because with conflict avoidance comes sensitivity to criticism, rejection, or any perceived negative feedback. But leaving room for her to feel however she's going to feel as you become more honest with yourself and more assertive with her is part of the process systemically. So this is something that I would definitely recommend you bring up in your individual therapy as well as in your couple's work. Because your couples therapist should be able to help you both normalize and navigate this part of the marital system destabilization and give you good communication tools to increase the likelihood of you expressing yourself well, of being heard more fully, and making progress toward more honest and productive conversations as a couple. And I've covered some of these tools and tips in episodes 5 through 15. What I'd also encourage you to work on in individual therapy, like I mentioned, is learning a few new strategies for helping you tolerate the discomfort of the negative feedback from your wife. And really, to generalize my response a little bit, all of us could stand to learn a few self-regulation strategies, because this is a task that every married couple has to learn if they want to function more healthily. The task of learning to self-soothe in the face of our partner's negative emotions, whether covert or overt. Because if both spouses are being honest with themselves and each other, it will inevitably create conflict because honesty, having different perspectives, and especially introducing new feedback into the marital system pressures the relationship, but in a good way if we let it. So conflict is actually not a bad thing. As Les Parrott said, conflict is the price we pay for intimacy. It feels challenging for sure. And to those who tend to avoid conflict and confrontation, it can feel especially challenging on a mental and emotional level. But if you can reframe it, if you can begin to understand that conflict done well has the potential to produce a more mature couple relationship and that it can lead to better functioning in the marriage, then it can become easier to engage each other and make these changes for the better as you begin to believe that enduring a season of discomfort can lead you to a better quality of life, love, and living together just as you were created to. Okay, so those are my thoughts for today. Thank you so much, listener, for your honesty, for your efforts, and for all the work you're doing to be really brave and lean into this. In fact, having a brave marriage often includes the very process that you've described in your question. So I wish you all the best as you continue on your journey toward mental health and marital wholeness. And to everyone listening, your action step this week is to ask yourself, where have I not been willing to pay the price for deeper intimacy in my marriage? What have I gotten used to for the sake of keeping our marital system stable if unhealthy? And when it comes to being more honest with myself and my spouse, what's one thing I could take more ownership of that would lead to greater maturity? emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. And God, would you give us your strength, which is strong enough to endure hard things and to sustain us through hard seasons. Would you open our eyes to the depths of your grace and your love and your mercy toward us all, no matter who we are, where we've been, or what we're struggling with at present. Grant us the ability to live as whole persons formed more by your love than by our own efforts. And just as you work inside each and every one of us, would you also be at work in the spaces between us? We ask this in your holy, loving, and triune name. Amen.